Welcome back to another Q&A Friday episode brought to you by our friends at Inspection Manager who are always looking for ways to make the lives of property managers easier. And one of the ways they do this is with their fabulous paperless condition report. So not only does this feature help make the whole ingoing process seamless, your tenants will love it and the built-in automations mean that property managers can get on with their day knowing that their system is doing the heavy lifting for them. Now, this week's question is from a head of department who's based in Melbourne, but I think there are many officers across Australia and New Zealand who are struggling with this very same thing. She says, we've got a problem in our office with everyone wanting to work from home. Our office wants to provide flexibility for our PMs, but it feels like we're out of control and the boss is ready to bring everyone back into the office without exception. I know this won't sit well with the team and personally, I like the option to work from home sometimes too. Do you have any suggestions on how to make this work? Now, this is a great question and I know there will be a few other principals and heads of department who are feeling your pain. And for me, the biggest issue with flexible working arrangements is that everyone's idea of flexibility is different. So for the boss, it might look like a PM is picking their kids up after school once a week and heading off to soccer practice, but still are able to answer client calls and then they'll check their emails and acknowledge clients, maybe address some issues before they go to bed. But for the property manager, it might be working from home for the day because you've got a three-year-old who can't go to daycare because they have a sniffle. And someone else, it might be that the travel time is just killing them and they just want a few days without having to be in traffic. And the list, guys, as you can imagine, is way longer than just these few examples. Everyone is going to have a different idea because they have different needs. They're they're individuals, so their wishes are going to be completely different to the person sitting next to them. Now, for me, I think the first action step here is to get everyone on the same page. Create a policy in your office around what flexible working arrangements look like. And as much as you want the team to be involved or or buy into the process, I think you need to understand that there's probably going to be a point where you just have to say, this is what it looks like, guys. This is what's best for the business. And accept that not everyone is going to be 100% happy. Now, as new people come on board, they get introduced from the start of their their employment uh, to the policy, and it's unlikely that you're actually going to have the same amount of pushback from them. Now, I like to spell things out very clearly so there can be no misunderstandings about the expectations of the business. It also makes it really easy to refer back to if somebody is pushing the boundaries, because let's face it, That will happen at some stage. And guys, this isn't micromanagement, by the way. This is about making sure that everyone in the team understands the guidelines. And it also means that as a business, you're also going to be held accountable. It actually makes everything so much more transparent, which in turn creates trust and accountability, something that cultures benefit from. So things I want you or I think you need to cover off on in your policy are Firstly, performance. And I bet performance has been one of the reasons why all of a sudden working from home has become an issue. It is so important to be super clear about what your expectations are around performance. Make sure that you have a way of measuring how someone is going. And if they aren't performing well, 
well, what the consequences are. So as an example, it may be that if they um, they have to return to work in the office for extra coaching until their portfolio is back up to scratch. could be as simple as that. Now, key management is the next thing. And I know I bang on about keys all the time, but if, again, if you aren't clear about what happens with keys, then you're constantly going to be chasing your tail. Then there's technology and equipment. Be sure to outline how you expect your tech stack to be utilised and cared for. There's nothing more frustrating than someone saying that the battery on their laptop died and they don't have a charger at home. That that kind of thing just kills me. Now, again, out-of-office appointments, how does that look if um, everyone's working from home that day? So who's going to complete them? And is it your expectation that this is handled by the property manager because if it is, what happens if it's their, their kid is sick and that's why they're working from home? Who does it then? So be mindful of the impact of someone from the team who also, like this is a classic, is always asking others to help them out but is never available to do the same for them. So that kind of behaviour can actually quickly undermine the culture and what you're trying to do or what you're trying to offer. The other thing to be really clear about is what are your expectations around business hours when someone is not working from the office? So what about Mondays and Fridays? What happens if everyone wants to have those days off? Is that going to impact your office? And then there's communication expectations. For me, these form part of your minimum standards or expectations for the team around performance, but you might like to be very clear around how this looks if you're working from home. Sick leave. This is a good one because often someone will feel under the weather and they just want to work from home that day so they can take a nap or or take it steady. Maybe they don't feel like facing the world. And again, you need to be very clear here. This is what we actually have sick leave for. And the approach should be if you turn up to work, you're fit to work regardless of where you're sitting. So clients don't want to deal with someone who's off their game and it's often actually going to prolong someone's illness if they don't take the appropriate amount of rest. And guys, as you can tell, like there are plenty of things to include in your policy and it's probably going to be an evolving document over time and some officers are going to be more concerned about some things than others. But these are sort of like a good starting point, I guess. And I would also provide examples of when working from home is not appropriate. Say when the team is under pressure and all hands on deck are required. Um, Think February in the middle of um, leasing time. So it's okay to offer when it's or offer examples um, so that people understand what is going to go down well and what's not. And lastly, I want you to think about how flexible work arrangements look for people who are inexperienced. Now, regardless of how good they are and how quick they are to pick up on things, sometimes the only way you are truly going to know how they are going or maybe notice coaching opportunities is to listen to their conversations with clients. Likewise, they are going to learn the subtleties, I guess, required in their role simply by listening. They're going to absorb what their more experienced colleagues are hand, are saying when they're handling particular situations. So I know that's a lot, um, but I hope it helped answer your question. And guys, if you have a question you'd like answered on our podcast too, you can go to pmxite.com and click on the free stuff tab.
the bottom of the page, there's a section where you can submit your question or you're most welcome to reach out to us on any of our social platforms. And while you are on the website, haven't already done so, be sure to check out our mini course about getting more Google reviews and how to handle any negative negative ones that you may receive. It's absolutely free. I'll see you next week.